You are listening to Salty Believer Unscripted, a conversation on Christian ministry and the Christian life. This is Salty Believer Unscripted. I'm Josiah Walker. And I'm Brian Catherman. And on today's episode, number 525. 525. <laughs> Salty the 525th episode. <laughs> There's balloons falling you from know, the ceiling. There's not. We, uh, There's really not. I did some quick math after our last episode. No, no, don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... You know, a weekly podcast, 12 years. I, I feel like we should be a little further along. But here we are. Yeah. An almost weekly podcast. An almost weekly po- We We have good seasons, and then we'll go a week sure. or two no. weeks. It's- there was a pandemic, a worldwide pandemic in there, and, you yeah. know, whatever. We had some uh, struggles. But- you didn't always have as good-looking a co-host as me, and that would probably <laughs> lead to some issues. Um, but, hey, it's a new year, and, uh, you know, we're about halfway through January. But I want to kind of talk about, you know, Christmas. Many of us had Christmas Eve services, or here at the church you and I passed out, we had an Eve of Eve yeah, we did. service on December 23rd. Uh, Which was great, by the way. The whole service. team did yeah. such a good job. No, it was it was amazing. Yeah, uh, they crushed it. But a lot, of t- a lot of people came, and I saw a lot of people in our church really amazed at, like, hey, my neighbors came, or hey, my friends came, and, you know, I want to talk today... For those who are listening who maybe invited a lost friend or family member or neighbor to a Christmas service at their church. Yep. And to their surprise, that friend came. So now what? You the know, friend came to the Christmas service? Came to the Christmas okay. service. You know, attended the Christmas so like, service, heard the gospel. So you're asking, like, how do you follow up Yeah, what that? do we do now, especially, you know, depending on how... Which this will be the same way with, like, an Easter service yeah. and stuff, too. Yeah, as you know, Easter's right around the corner. And... uh for those that came, maybe maybe they left and it was great, you know, and they're wanting right. to learn more, let's say. Okay, so there's a lot of ways this could go, but I right. would say you're not going to even know if you don't follow up. Sure. So if your neighbor came, even if you don't have a great relationship, it's not too late to say, hey, you know, I really meant to get over here. Yeah. And just thank you for coming to the service. That's a good start. Yeah. yeah. Thank, I'm so glad you came. I hope right. it blessed you. I hope it's edifying. And then they might say, yes, it was so wonderful. I haven't, you know, or no, it was horrible or well, we always do that sort of thing at Christmas, right. you know, or who knows? That's helpful, because I think a lot of times we think, well, I invited them, that's where it ends. But you're saying, no, let's follow up no, and, just, and follow just say, up. hey, how was it? How, what'd you think? Is I there talk, any questions I can answer for you? I talked right? to some of the neighbors that came, of, of members of our church, as they were leaving that night, and they all had really nice things to say, you know, hey, really enjoyed it, oh, that was beautiful, you know, I, I don't know a lot of people that would be like, really angry or hateful with you after, you know, no, no. people are usually pretty nice. I mean, they came. Yeah. I'm probably thankful for the so. thankful for the invite. And could have been worse. You could have made him a fruitcake, I guess. I yeah. <laughs> so so definitely, I think the follow up is going to be critical. Okay. I think just and let's say you don't have much of a role. Except if it's a coworker, you see him all yeah. the time. Chances right. are good you've had some kind of conversation. If you haven't, but you've been going to work with them for three weeks and they've never said a word, you could still go. Hey, you know, I meant to ask you. Yeah. What do you think of the Christmas service? That's a good question. And they might say, oh, we hated it, or they might say it's great. But, hey, just, you know what? I meant to ask you. Sorry yeah. I didn't catch up. If you haven't seen him at all, go back over and knock on the door and just say, hey, I just wanted to thank you for coming. Yeah. And I'm just curious what you thought. Well, and that all sounds great. But now I'm left with, what do you do after that? And when they say, hey, it was great, or yeah, it was all right, or hey, yeah, it's Christmas, that's what you do. How do you kind of bridge that into a gospel conversation? I, I think, so, little bits and in parts. But I would definitely say, hey, I would love. You should come back for a, a regular Sunday, like every Sunday. Right. Sunday mornings are maybe not like that. Or, yeah. hey, I would love. To, why don't you come back and be? I'd love well, it if you'd be willing to come back and be my guest. Maybe we go get breakfast beforehand yeah. and go to church. Maybe we go to lunch afterwards. Or let's let just yeah. start with an invitation. Yeah. If they said, hey, that was great. If they said, hey, it was really interesting what the 
music about this was about or what the pastor said, you can say, oh, well, <clears throat> you know, are you, have you, do you not attend church much or are you a person of faith? Or you can kind of get into those questions. Finding ways to keep that conversation just going a little bit. Sure. Do you have any questions? Is there anything I could love to chat with you more about it? And just let them know you're interested. One thing I, that we do when we have mission teams come here and attend a service from you know our partner churches. Oh yeah. Uh, we always say, hey, you know, we love a fresh set of eyes. What'd you see? Hey, what did you think of this? The service. So yeah. That yeah, might yeah, be yeah. a good way. Hey Bob, can we grab lunch? I just like to hear from a fresh perspective what you thought. What was maybe kind of weird? That kind of thing. Yeah. And, and that, that might open the door. Gets you out. To lunch or whatever. Yeah. Hey, I'll buy. I just love. It'd be really helpful to hear. That's a really good idea. That's an easy. I think a lot of times easy people are are hesitant to share the gospel in the workplace because they don't want to get in trouble with HR. But if you're at lunch, you yeah. know, and you're just having a conversation, exactly. You know, it's a, you might as well be talking about a movie you went to. I think we overthink this. Actually, we just think sure. that that people are going to automatically be yeah. offended, and maybe some are, but most aren't. Yeah. I mean, really, most aren't. They're think if they came, right. if you invited them and they came. Yeah. They're probably going to be open to having a I mean, conversation. Have you ever gone to a church service from a differing faith? Oh yeah, because you got invited. Yeah, you know, absolutely. So, uh, and you know what? You just say, "Hey, I'd love to chat with you more about this. I'd love to have you come join me." Uh, hey, there's a Bible study. You want to? Well, so let's say that. Let's say this person comes. Maybe they haven't been going to church. It's been a long time since they've gone to church. They come, and, and it just really hit home with them. They really enjoyed it. They enjoyed the, the worship and the message, and they were like, wow, that was great. I really enjoyed that. I, I'd love to kind of read my Bible. I, maybe they don't even have a Bible, but right. they're wanting to start reading, and they say, where should I read? Well, so, where, where do I start? Okay, so if they start with the Bible. I want to come back to this, though, because most of them don't. But if they do, if they start with the Bible question, um, you know, we've talked about this a ton, but start and encourage them wherever you want to read with them. Say, hey, is there anything you've ever heard? Yes. If they've never read anything in the Bible, it's really hard to go from Genesis then into Leviticus yeah. Numbers. You know, say, hey, okay, there's there's a lot going on. If you've never read the Bible, a lot of people, and I think this is reasonable, say start with John because the purpose of the book is so that you will believe, yeah. that you will actually see that what Jesus did and see that he's the Son of God and believe and have life in his name. That's at the end of the book it says that. So a lot of people will say, read John, but read one of the Gospels. Figure yeah. out Jesus. Yeah. Get that dialed in. But then say, hey, I'd love to sit down with you. What if we just read a chapter a week? Now, here's where we go nuts on this. We know tons of stuff and a million connections. We've heard a ton yeah. of songs. We've done a ton of studies. Yeah. So like, let's go read John. And you're in verse 1 for the first seven weeks showing them all the amazing things. Like, <laughs> right. <clears throat> no, no, no. You just got to say, let's get the 30,000-foot overview. Yeah. Let's just read together. Yeah. Hey, Let's just read it. And then just say, hey, what did you think? What, what, Anything I can help you with? Oh, no? Okay, let, look, see you next week. Let's yeah. talk about it. Well, but let it be. And you suggested once, I've heard you say, you know, go through the book of John or something together and then save all your questions to the end. If they have a question, say, that's great. Let's write that down. And let's yeah, look at that as you go through Yeah, if it's not related to you know? what you're reading. Well, what yeah. about this? And what about Because sometimes some of those questions are going to be answered along the way. Yeah. You know? And uh, you don't have to start there. I mean, I know somebody, the first book. That they want to read, I think, was Jonah. And my daughter was that way. Like, hey, I want to read this book. Okay. I know a guy who wanted to start in Revelation. Yeah, what do you, you know? want to read? Yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> I know that guy, um, too. What do you want to read? Let's uh, let's just go with what gets you in the Word. But most people don't start with, I want sure. to read my Bible. Right. A lot of times it's, hey, I, I'm thinking about maybe coming back to church. Well, okay. that, that could be a scary thing for people. Sure. I mean, we have people, and I was these people. My wife and I were these people for two years. We didn't know what to say and how to deal with it. So we'd come into church late yeah. and then leave early so we yep. didn't have to interact. Kind of sit in the back. Just, yeah, we just you know. weren't sure. We just didn't sure. know. Because there is something about it that if you're not familiar with it, it can be a little intimidating. And so here's what I'd recommend. If you invited somebody and they're interested at all, 
Say, why don't you sit with me? Why don't we meet together? Why don't I wait outside? We'll walk in together. Yeah. Now you're sort of, and then introduce them to some sure. people. I saw that. Uh, I saw that with somebody who invited their neighbor, mm-hmm. and this lady's neighbor, and her neighbor was here at church. And she was like, let me get you a cup of coffee. And over here's this. And hey, we have these classes. And let me just. And I I saw the neighbor go, hey, what's that about? Oh, that's uh," just explaining stuff. Because that can be, that can be, I think, the scariest part of of trying a new church or going to a church is, you know. I've been a Christian for like over 20 (laughs) years, more than that even. And uh, I am a pastor and I have two theological degrees from seminaries, right? And yet, I still, when I visit churches, go, oh, what's up with, no, oh, I mean, no, they're doing a meet and greet? Oh, no. Like, I still have all the paranoid things. I went to my seminary graduation in California, had to find a church to go to, and I remember being nervous. What can I wear? Yeah. Can I walk in with a coffee? Where do I walk in? Because this church had multiple services in multiple languages. Multiple I'm like, doors. I don't want to end up in the Korean service, and I don't know. What am know? I doing? Yeah, I think we just forget that. It, this no. is all new, when it's uncharted territory. And you know everybody. It's like everybody knows the coffee. Everyone knows the coffee's down here. Everyone knows the bathroom's there. And, and Just have them come, come be my guest. Yeah. Sit because with me. Because you can introduce them, and then it's less intimidating. Absolutely. So That would be my recommendation yeah. for how to do that. Come and, and, and you know, if you normally serve, if you can get out of that serving, like, you know, if it's something like, hey, I make coffee, you can say, well, I usually make coffee, but would you like to join me? Or as soon as I'm making coffee, I'll meet you in the parking lot. We can walk in or, you know, just work it. Find a way to work it out sure. or see if you can get someone to sub for you and say, hey, my neighbor's coming. They've never been here. Can you yeah. work on the sound booth for me on this Sunday? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think being patient, too. A lot of times we kind of want, you know, <laughs> microwave miracle and crock, you know, it takes yeah. longer. And they might um, not want to come until... July, you know, right. like it well, might take and that's a the bit. thing. So let's say they came at Christmas. I talked to my neighbor and I say, "Hey, do you want to come back? You know, I'd love to have you on a Sunday." And they're like, "No, not really. That's okay." A lot of times we, we'll just leave it at that. But it might be the kind of thing where in a couple months you follow up with them again. Yep. You know, and if you're talking to them regularly, whether it's a coworker or a family member, you might know, hey, maybe they're struggling with something. And you say, hey, I know you're really struggling with this. You know, I'd love to see a church. I, I really think that might help. You know, and keep praying for them. Yes. Just keep praying for them because an emergency or a crisis might come along. I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm thinking about a whole family that seems to be here because sure. they didn't want to have anything to do with church, but they came to something, yeah. family thing or, you know, one thing. And then, then it was, well, now I know where the emergency fire alarm is, yeah. you know, in case of emergency, break glass. And later they have an emergency and have to pull the alarm. They knew where to go. And maybe you live far away from this family member. That's true, You know, too. pray for them, too, because we have somebody that's coming to our church whose family lives on the East Coast, you know, and, and they found us, and they've been coming here, and it's amazing to just see as people are growing. You know, I had somebody walk up to me this week and go, I didn't know there was a Josiah in the Bible. <laughs> I didn't know he was a king. I'm like, yeah, you know, and um, so as they're learning, just being patient for them to kind of learn and grow yeah, on their own time. think about yourself when you were learning. Right. <laughs> I mean, just think about that and think about what maybe you would need, and, and then just do that. First yeah. of all... Like definitely don't miss the fact that your neighbor came right. or your coworker came, and there yeah. is an interest. So praise the Lord yeah. for that, right? And and then just be patient and, and work through it. I mean that that's the best you can do, right? Sure. And if you can if you can say, hey, you know, I'd, I'd love to share because usually they'll ask questions. If you can find a way to say, well, let me ask answer your question by explaining right. kind of how I understand the gospel. Yeah, have, you know, have you ever heard the gospel? from an evangelical perspective, and they say no, or hey, let me show you, this is what we believe. You can maybe use the three circles or share there. And that is what shapes what we do. And they introduce them to the pastor, if you can. I mean, if you're a giant mega church, maybe not. But like, I love it 
when people go, hi, Pastor Brian, this is my neighbor, so-and-so, and and they're making the introductions, and I get to chat with them. That's so helpful. So that was going to be my next question. Maybe I'm a new Christian. Maybe I'm kind of new in my faith. I haven't even read the whole Bible. Because you came to a Christmas Eve Because I came to Christmas Eve, you know, and now it's Easter, and I've invited my neighbor, and now they have questions that I can't answer. How do you kind of, is it okay to say, hey, I don't know, can we ask my pastor together? How do you kind of bridge that gap? Uh, Well, absolutely for sure. And here's here's a scripture for you to memorize. Second Chronicles 20, verse 12. It's Second, the end okay. of Jehoshaphat's prayer, and he says to God, I don't know what to do, sure. but I will keep my eye on you. I will look okay. to you, God. So, like, don't worry about it. Okay, yeah. I don't... Someone says, hey, what about this? I don't really know the answer. Let's go, like you just said, let's go yeah. ask the pastor together. Let's ask my oh, Bible I, study leader or my friend. or Let's look into that together yeah. and study it together. Hey, I've only been doing this for a few months. I don't know. I, I remember, That's honest. I remember. And, you know, a lot of times I feel like we think, oh, the pastor knows so much more. Or they have a theological degree or, or maybe they have better resources. But God's equipped you to have these conversations. Oh, yeah. And the Holy Spirit will give you the words to say. I, I know somebody in our church who somebody was asking them, you know, what should I read in my Bible? What would be a good this, Bible reading plan? Yeah. And the person goes, I don't know. Here's what I do. And just photograph, photocopy uh-huh. their Bible reading plan. I'm like, this is what I'm reading. I'm you doing know? this. You want to give it a shot? <laughs> you know what? And so here's what happens. Though. We're so afraid. What if they ask me a question I yeah. can't answer? Okay. I, I go places all the time. And I, do, you know what? I, I own a car. I drive a car. But people might ask me questions about my car I can't answer. I don't, I don't care. Why? Right. It doesn't make me afraid. Right. Hey, I, I like grilling right so i've you got a blackstone griddle and i'm grilling food and what if somebody asked me about this i don't know and I think it doesn't bug me so why are we so bugged about this don't be bugged just go hey this is what i'm doing yeah. and i'd love for you to do it too and i think we forget too that these people are probably just as nervous or just afraid they don't want to ask a stupid question right. they don't want to seem you know foolish so and, and you're gonna have questions that will that will mess with you in some way and that's okay like, what if they ask me a question that that hurts my faith god can handle it if you are faithful yeah. You know, I remember. I remember when I was young, new Christian. Uh, I'm trying to think of the question. Now it's a flawed question. It has to do with definitional flaws and consistencies. But I can't remember what. It, oh, c- can God create a rock so heavy he can't lift it? Mm. Okay, well that's it's a trick question. Sure. Because definitionally, it's not dealing with the same terms, and there's a consistency problem. But I didn't realize yeah. that. Right. So then I was like, oh no, oh and. I, and I went and asked somebody, and they're like, "Well, let's let's think about it. Let's talk about it." Oh, oh, oh! Now I'm. It's it's okay. Don't worry about it. Yeah. That's what keeps people from even reaching out to others. Is what if I don't know everything? Which, well, the truth is, you don't know. I am a pastor with a doctorate degree, and I do not know everything. People ask me questions. I'm like, who? What? Yeah. Sometimes it's like, what about this weird guy in the Bible? Who is that? Right. What's the name of the guy who was throwing throwing insults at David? Oh, right. Like. Right. I couldn't remember that yeah. guy's name. That's okay. Uh, well, and praise God that you asked somebody. I mean, maybe we should have started with this, but praise God you invited someone to church and the, yeah. the game and, you know, way to be faithful with that. And I would say if they're not receptive to coming back or, or they seem kind of standoffish, don't give up on never inviting them again. Oh, for sure. No, oh, know. they didn't come that one time. I'm I, I'm never inviting them. I, well, let's I, go to Uncle Scrooge in the Christmas Carol, right? right. The, the I was This year it struck me. I, list, I read this book every year. I love it. But uh, it struck me this year that the nephew asks every year and he always says no and i'm like what a faithful dude this guy is the uncle scrooge is cantankerous he's miserable you know why would anybody want to and you you want him at your party and they invite him 
every year. Yeah. Well, what the nephew, what the nephew didn't know, was that something changed in Scrooge's sure. life, and therefore yeah. the invite was still there, and he came. Yeah, that wasn't on the nephew. The nephew did right. his job. He, he did was faithful. The, he yeah. did the invitation. Yeah, something else outside of the nephew's control made it so that that Scrooge yeah. came. And I thought, well, that's just like the church. Yeah. We do our part. Here's yep. the invitation. God can do something. Absolutely. And then maybe the person comes. I take great comfort in that parable of the sower. Of he rises and sleeps. Oh, yeah. And the seed grows. And he knows not how. And he He's knows not faithful how. faithful to water and to plant and just do his part. And, and God does the rest. Just, and I think yeah. a lot of times we look to God to just really act right here, right now. And sometimes it's long obedience in the same direction. Right. Just constantly following up and just being there. 100%. So. Well, so... I think the, the overarching theme of all of this is don't freak out, don't panic, just be faithful and do the next thing. What, what do you think you can do? Do that. Sure. Praise the Lord, you got people that are interested. Yeah. Right? And if you can share the gospel with them, great. If they if they turn to Jesus, profess Jesus as their Savior, disciple them, walk with right. them, enter into a long-standing relationship where you don't have to be this perfect, knowledgeable guru, but you're the tour guide at least. I've been <laughs> here. You know, okay, let's back this up. <clears throat> let's say... Let's say there's a restaurant that I love. Yeah. And I want you to come. Okay. And you come with me. I'm going to show you all the stuff I love. Yeah. Oh, this is really good on the menu. <coughs> so do that. Right. Say, hey, do this. And what's great with that is I feel like oftentimes we kind of want to let go too early. Um, when you use the example, example of the restaurant, for instance, you invite them to the restaurant, you show them all the food you love, and then you sit and eat with them. Too often I think we invite people to church and go, well, I invited them. Or they get saved and they say, okay, well, they got saved. And then you kind of let go of the handlebars too early. It's like, keep following up with them. Because a lot of times, it's yeah, easy let's to follow in even after else. we got saved, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. great, you got saved, now let's read the Bible together. Hey, you got saved, now let's go to a fellowship group together. Let's, you know. Yeah, let's try keep, something else on the menu. Keep working with them, yeah. Let's do this. Oh, you couldn't make it that time. But man, I, you, whatever it is. I mean, here we are comparing Jesus and church to a restaurant. <laughs> to a diner, but I but, think the idea is we don't, we don't freak out about those things. Right. Or they might tell you, oh, I can't go there. I'm a vegan. Uh, okay, well, someday you might not be or Someday, would, like, who knows, right? right? Hey, maybe there's something vegan on the menu. I don't know. But and whether it's Christmas every year or you might have at Christmas and Easter or whenever, you know, just be faithful well, to be there. A lot of research has been done that says a lot of people will come if a friend invites them. Yeah. So just invite them. Yeah. And then let it be. And enjoy it. And it can be done in <clears throat> passing, right? You know, it doesn't have to be this sit-down, big conversation. You just be like, hey, just let you know, you know, yeah. I'm going to be at church on Sunday if you want to join us. Come you on know? down. <laughs> so. And, you know, sometimes it's hard to like, oh, I hope my friend isn't embarrassed. Or what are they thinking? What? You know what? You just leave that in God's hands. Yeah. Just And I've found, too, that there's different opportunities. I mean, every church has different things, but we have a function at our, our church where guys just get together and have breakfast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, That's a great, easy entry point. E and we just, hey... A bunch of guys at my church get get yeah. breakfast at this restaurant. Do you want to come with me? Yeah. Sure. And we've had lots of people. Their neighbors show up. I think my stepdad's going to come this time. Like, Sometimes yeah. it's easier to invite somebody to something outside of a Sunday morning at the church or with church friends. Maybe it's a barbecue at your house with some of your church friends. Right. You know. Yeah. Don't uh, put walls up between all this. Just intermingle <laughs> so, it all and make it which work. Which they get to know people and go, oh, these people are totally crazy. <laughs> right. You know. Right. Uh, or they might go. These people are totally crazy. <laughs> and you'll say, I know. I know, I but know. I love them. They love each other. And they're a big bag of weirdos. And because of Jesus, we all love each other. And they go, well, I'm kind of crazy too. Maybe they'll love me. And then they show up. <laughs> you don't know. It's pretty amazing just the joy that can be found if you have yeah. the faithfulness without worrying about it all. Yeah. Just do it. And it, 
I mean, yeah, we're we're into the new year, but set a resolution to say I'm gonna I'm gonna invite so and so, right? Make a yeah. list of names. Yeah. I'm gonna maybe it's not invite, share the gospel. We always put like share the gospel with this person, but maybe just start with I'm just gonna invite them to a something at my yeah. church. Yeah. And just see what happens because maybe God doesn't have it that you're going to be the one to share the gospel. You're going to bring them, but yeah. someone else might. They yeah. might make friends with other people at the church. Who yeah. knows? You might just be the guy that opens the door for them. So. Well, all of this assumes that you're also attending church. So if I could put one more piece to this. Yeah. You need to be at church. Right? You've invited your yeah. friends. They're coming yeah. back. And then they go, well, and this happens sometimes. Well, I, I, my neighbor... Uh, well, your neighbor is not here today. Oh, well, that's a bummer. Hmm, seems like your neighbor's never here. Yeah, like You picked this week to sleep in. You need to try to <laughs> so, make sure that you're yeah. at church so yeah. that if your neighbors show up, there you are. And if they don't, you still have a wonderful time worshiping the Lord with your Absolutely. brothers and sisters. So, Piece of cake. Yeah, there you have it. Grass withers and the flowers fade, but God's word remains forever. So just be faithful, invite your friends and neighbors to church, and then just see what God does. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Salty Believer Unscripted is a production of SaltyBeliever.com. Visit the website to find more resources like the podcast you've just listened to.